We're not experts, much less competent. This podcast is friends bullshitting about conspiracies. And also confirming absolutely nothing about it. But we keep each other in check by deep frying each other's topic. Consider yourself warned. Because whatever mankind must undertake. No, the f- the governor. That's they the f- did it. That's the place. Free men must fully share. Stop f-ing lying. God f-ing damn it! I'm getting pissed out. We propose to accelerate the development. They have human-animal hybrids, much larger than any now being developed. You have what's been described as an egg-shaped penis. Until certain which is superior. Oh. Oh. You're a nasty bitch that no one likes. We know we're under attack. Bitch. No, honey, okay. you saw the dude. And you offer her cocaine again. No government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Do you understand that? Welcome <laughs> to Deep Fried Conspiracies. Jimmy. Yes. You ever woken up in the middle of the night for any reason whatsoever? Yeah, every morning about three o'clock I get up and pee. <laughs> right on time, three o'clock. Pretty, pretty much. Oh, yeah. so it's like ding, three o'clock. Oh shit, you know, yeah. penis, your penis is fully erect. You're like, oh, time to go. Oh, that's that's about four o'clock. No, oh, four o'clock yeah. after you drain the lizard. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so you have woken up. Do you know why? Why I woke up? Because I have to pee. Okay. Have you woken up and then you realize only your eyes are awake, but your body isn't responding to anything? A couple of times I, I've woken up petrified, feeling like somebody was holding me down. Okay, before we get to your story, welcome back to Deep Fry Conspiracies. I'm Trent Janke. I'm Jim Colby. And today, I can't, I've been looking at this for just a little bit. We're going to talk about sleep paralysis demons. What? Yes. So, before we even talk about this... I know you were about to tell a story, and I have a not a, as big of a story, but I want to hear your story about your, uh, what do they call it, experience. There it is. My experience. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. Well, um, a, a lot of people probably don't know that that uh, my wife and I have uh, had sold you our old home. Mm-hmm. And one time I was sleeping on the couch. I fell asleep watching TV. Which is no longer at the, at that house. <laughs> I is? bought a whole new one. Whole new what? Couch. What? There was no couch in there when I moved in. I know, but I had a couch when I lived there, you dumbass. I know, but it's no longer there is what I said, you dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I was at Trent's house, which is now Trent's house, but at the time was my my wife's house. <laughs> and uh, uh, I woke up and I felt like somebody was pinning me down by the shoulders. My eyes were open, but I couldn't talk. I couldn't move. Mm-hmm. I couldn't scream, and I was mm-hmm. I was terrified. When I finally, I finally kind of came out of it. Uh, my heart was beating so hard, I thought it was going to come out of my chest. And that, I, I was, was I was genuinely frightened. Really? Yeah. See, I my story was where I was living at previously before I bought your old place. Uh, I woke up, but my eyes wouldn't open. I could I was aware of what was around me but I couldn't move. So like you could see what was going on around you? I know, I my eyes wouldn't open. Okay, but you could I was aware of things around me like noises, small creaks and everything as if like a bat with like echolocation. What? But I but my eyes wouldn't open. And I struggled to move. And it took me to kind of grunt a little bit for my body to kind of kick back in. And I could move and 
be normal. Uh, to be honest with you, what finally got me out of it, I, and I'm not kidding you, this is a true story. Yeah. I said, Jesus, help me. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. I said, Jesus, help me. And and I was like, and uh, and then it was kind of like everything kind of cleared up. And I was, yeah. I was sitting there, but my heart was pounding at a, such a rate, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Right. I'm so glad you said that, because that's going to lead us into, I have a, three or four videos and whatnot, because they can explain this way better than I can. What we're going to look at is the scientific term and the spiritual term. So people have studied this. People, Well, they haven't studied sleep paralysis demons, but they've studied sleep paralysis. The The videos will tell. Okay. See, I've never talked to anybody about it. And, I, and we hadn't talked previously before we did this mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea what you were going to talk about. Good. So this is all <laughs> good. interesting and to me. within my research that I've done, just... This morning, as of no more than two minutes before we started recording today, as I was doing more research, I came across... See, I like to think of myself as a spiritual person. You know, I believe in God, stuff like that. Yep. You can't have good without without bad. You can't have bad without good, stuff like that. I found something. I, I am trying to figure out if this is true or not. Maybe you can enlighten me when we get to it. Uh, but it'll come up later, but... I, with all my studying and stuff that I've done way back as a kid and Bible school and stuff like that and going to church as a kid, even going to church, you know, as a, as an adult, I have never heard this. And this is blowing my mind if this is true, because this kind of blows everything out of proportion. <laughs> but that this may be a whole different term for something later. Anyway, so what we're going to do first, Jimmy, is since you brought up you had to say, Jesus, save me. This video right here is going to depict a lot of things about the spiritual side of sleep paralysis demons. Okay? So this here is from Isaiah Sadvilar? 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 S-A-L-D-I-V-A-R. He's got 320,000 subscribers. Yes. This is on YouTube, so you can easily go search Sleep Paralysis Demon, then he's on there. Uh, when you do watch this, it's going to sound like he's yelling at you. <laughs> he's, he sounds like he's preaching and whatnot. So I, I listened to this at work today, doing more research at work. Um, so this is about a 13-minute uh, video, but we're really going to watch a portion of it. So, okay. Let here, it we, here we go. Hey guys, today I want to talk to you about nightmares, night terrors, and sleep paralysis. If you ever wondered if sleep paralysis is demonic, that's what we're going to talk about in this video. Please do me a favor, stop what you're doing and like the video. If the thumbs up is gray, you're doing it wrong. You need to hit the thumbs up, hit the like button. It helps us reach new people, reach more people, or a natural phenomenon. Now, before you say Isaiah, I read an article. It's what happens when you wake up while dreaming. You're just hallucinating. It's when you open your eyes while you're dreaming. Guess what? I read the same article, but let me just explain something to you. The world is always going to try to find natural ways to describe supernatural experiences. Now, if you've ever been attacked by a demon at night or had a sleep paralysis or a night demon attack you, you'll know that the only word you can't say is the name of Jesus. So if it's just natural and it's your body waking up while you're dreaming and it's what happens when you wake up in the middle of the night because you're stressed or you're sleeping on your back, why is it Jesus is the only name you can't say? And I'm going to tell you why. Because it's not natural or just sleep paralysis. It's a demonic attack. 
and there is power in the name of Jesus. So that blows me away already. Because we haven't talked about this. No, we have not. We, for those of you that think we talk about these things, no. we keep our, we, we, we tell each other kind of what it's going to be as far as like the topic, but we keep the information secret because we want, we want first reactions to things. Yeah. It's so like only I knew that this was coming. And then when you said you had to say, Jesus save me, that hit me so hard because I watched this just today. Yeah. I said, Jesus help me. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? What's crazy is the thing I like the podcast. I like the best. The best, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yep. I like like you're kind of listening to the table next to you at the restaurant, and you're just listening to two guys talk about it. Yeah, and, and having a conversation, having a conversation, basically. giving you know just vague here's, details here's, and here's, whatnot. Here's my opinion. That's your opinion. Nobody's right. Nobody's yeah, wrong. Agree to disagree, kind right. of a thing. Yep. So that this just I got goosebumps. That, that got blew goosebumps. me. It, that blew me away when you said that because I just I I just heard this today yeah, at work. This all is right. not set up. No. All right. Here we go. So I get the science with it and the health things and the articles that you read, but guys, this is not just hallucinating. You're telling me that you wake up while you're dreaming and your body hallucinates demons, and the only word you can't say is Jesus. And that's a natural phenomenon. That's what the devil wants you to believe. I'm telling you guys, these are demonic spirits that are attacking or manifesting at night. Often symptoms of these demonic night terrors that we call sleep paralysis are a weight on your chest, not being able to speak the name of Jesus, seeing dark figures or dark, or dark, dark objects in the corners of your room. That's a very, very common one. Or feeling like you're being suffocated, feeling like somebody's suffocating you and you can't breathe. These are all symptoms of night terrors, night demons. Now think about this. The word nightmare is derived from the old English word mare. So night mare and the word mare is a means this literally the, the the actual word comes from a mythological demon or a goblin who torments others with frightening dreams so this is not a christian description this is literally where the word nightmare comes from you can find this on wikipedia it's a goblin or a night demon so even the world recognizes nightmares are night demons and sleep paralysis is just a certain type of demonic attack it's not always a demon where you're having nightmares, but it also can be things you're watching or things you're letting in your mind. And I would say this, be very careful with what you're watching before bed, because you have to understand there's three sources of dreams. There's a Holy Spirit gives you dreams, the human spirit could dream, and a demonic spirit. So today we're talking about demonic spirits attacking at night, but other ways is your human spirit have giving you these dreams because what you've opened up the doors or what you've been watching before bed it could be a horror movie it could be sexual things and now you're getting these dreams and you're like what okay jimmy so in your experience on this earth because obviously you've been here the longer than i have shut up <laughs> i'm a little bit older yeah yeah you've experienced some of these things haven't you as far as like going to bed i'm pretty sure like you may have had sex or, and or watched a porno before going to bed sure <laughs> okay you can yeah. plead, you can plead the fifth yeah. that's okay oh hell no oh hell oh hell no <laughs> you know um i think i told you the other day on saturday mm -hmm. I, I i had a a funeral yep and i had my grandson's birthday yep party all within two hours of each other and my ex-wife was there and um my ex-boss was at the funeral and i had nightmares about both of them yeah so i totally get it yeah so I, I dreamt about my ex-wife. 
<laughs> not pleasant. That's so funny to hear. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my my ex. I doubt she's listening, so I think you're okay. No, she just, she never listened to me ever. <laughs> um, and then my ex boss was there, who I get along fine with, but but I I had nightmares about him, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I never am that lucky guy who ever gets that that happy Gilmore dream. Where the woman's in her nighty bringing yeah two bringing beers, beers two pitchers of beer you know or whatever yeah that that very and then turns like me. the kiss with the long tongue and just yep. yeah you know a lot of times um, especially Sunday and I think you'll find out that most people who work a Monday through Friday job or you know have have a day off that their Monday I mean it could be any day of the week but like on Monday uh, Sunday night for me I don't sleep well because I'm thinking about Monday yeah what I got to do at work and I was stuff. late to work today. Were you? I mean, late, but I wasn't there at the normal time I was supposed to be there. I was like five minutes late, but that's because, you know, you wake up at a different time the first of the week. Right. And then, I don't know, for some reason, Tuesday and the rest of the week all seem to be fine. Yeah. And there's just certain days, um, certain movies, you know, I watch, uh, I try not to watch a lot of uh, violent movies. Right. My my wife loves the CSI type murders, crim- yeah. criminal minds yep. and stuff. Yep. And, and it doesn't bother her a bit. But, you know, I'll be murdering people and, and burying people all yeah. night long. See, that's what's weird is because I will watch any paranormal, any demonic, whatever, before bed and not have a dream about it. See, I will not. I love watching those those things like you said. Yeah. I normally don't like to watch them when I'm home by myself. I do. I always feel like there's something behind me. Oh, yeah. That's why I keep the couch against the wall. I mean... I, you know the, the UFO stuff. Yeah, the Bigfoot stuff doesn't yeah. bother me. Yeah, but it, it's it's the uh, pictures of you know things moving in a room by themselves. Yes, I love that so freak much. Freak the crap out of me. Now, there's one thing I I there was like as far as like dreams are concerned that felt so freaking real. I I, I want to start by saying this. I love my adopted cats mm-hmm. with all my heart. I would do some illegal shit for them. Like get them drugs or something? No. Well, I mean, if it make them feel better. So like, like some catnip. I mean, <laughs> anyway, uh, there was when I first adopted them. I was having a hard time getting them to stop peeing on everything, pissing on all my furniture, my oh. bed, everything. And I was so fed up. One day I went to bed, and I remember this dream vividly. And like I said, I love my cats. I would never do this ever. But I had a dream that I took one and threw it against the wall. And I, I woke up and I, I immediately found both my cats and I made sure that they were both okay. It hurts to talk about. Yeah, I can see I, that. Like it, it, I, I can't believe I had that dream. Mm-hmm. But I was so fed up with my cats doing this, even after I've tried many of things and whatnot, that I just must have had it in that dream. And I just, it honestly broke my heart when I woke up, even thinking that I had that dream. So did are you saying like you you uh, you felt like it was real and that you'd hurt the cat? Yes, and I felt I felt as if I grabbed her and tossed her against the wall. Oh, yeah, that'd be heartbreaking. Oh God, it hurt me so much. I would never do this in real life. Not really. I would I would never. I hell I I work with you know I'm a garbage guy for God's sakes. I love animals. You right. know dogs go crazy at me. I just give them a treat and move on. Yeah, I the last vivid 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 dream I had was. Um, I was in. This sounds really corny. Oh, I, I, I was just out on a walk, and I yeah. ran into my dog that had passed away about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I woke, and, and he jumped up, and I because he used to jump up, and I'd catch yep. him. Yep. And he looked kind of like a white poodle, but he had blue Eskimo eyes. Yep. 
And he used to jump up in my arms and lick my face. Mm-hmm. And when I woke up, I was sobbing. Yep. I'd never, you know, and I wish I'd have a dream like this about my parents. Yeah. You know, my mom and dad who passed away yep. you know, years ago and stuff. Yep. But here my dog came to me and it was, it, it just blew me away. Right. And um, it makes me think back about um, uh, my ex-wife one time and she cannot tell the story without tearing up. Yeah. Um, after her mom passed away, her mother and her grandmother and her um, aunt, all three of them were at the end of our bed in a glowing light. Mm-hmm just smiling yeah and she to this day cannot tell the story about it without crying yeah and uh yeah and my ex-wife is is uh, a solid person i mean she's she's not crazy right and then she goes you were there sleeping i could see you sleeping i could see the i mean the room was lit up yeah and uh so yeah i truly believe that that we are visited from the other side oh yeah i i anybody i tell you know first thing i believe in ghosts Straight up, you. you oh, I mean, I mean, as far as like uh, a religious side, I'm not supposed to, mm-hmm. because when you die, you're supposed to fall asleep and then wait. The next thing you do is you wake up in heaven or at the gates of whatever where you be judged. Anyway, at the same time, I in my x amount of years of being on this earth have just grown to believe that ghosts are out there what they are i don't know if they're dead relatives and whatnot and maybe she was visited by something like you know they can come and go from heaven as they please to check on us mm-hmm. or maybe it was a spirit that was trapped here you know if it, uh, the whole thing about purgatory is that's where you go and you wait and you, you kind of get penance and shit like that right. before your soul is ready to go to heaven or stuff like that maybe earth is that purgatory? I want to put it that way. Um, other, I, I, I really don't know. I there, don't know enough about this stuff to talk about right. it. Right, but I mean, there. I, I totally agree with you. There is a yin and yang, good and bad. Yeah, dark and light. See, that's why I went on the on podcasts and whatnot. My first wife, my second one. <laughs> Soon to be your third one. No, yin, yang, I, and no, yang. I like my first one. <laughs> you can be that's... yin, yang, and yang. <laughs> no, my second one. I oh, okay. I had a thing, but. It's like whenever you talk to people, like the topic of evil comes up so easily. Mm-hmm. The devil does this. Evil people do this. Yada 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 yada. This. The problem is, is everybody has a problem talking about God. Right. I don't know why. Even if you don't, even if you don't believe, you have to have good and evil. You can't just have evil and evil and evil. You have to have good and evil. You can't have good without evil. You can't have good 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 without evil. You have to have them. Mm-hmm. So. What's like when I used to get like the first couple that I said we have Jesus in this episode, I gave a disclaimer just in case I'm, I I really don't care anymore. It, well, I really don't care. I mean, I understand that some people are atheists and, and don't yeah, believe. Yeah. And, that, and that's fine. I'm not here to argue with you. No, nope, you can believe what you want to believe. We're just talking about our life experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I This is what has happened to Trent and myself. Yeah. And other people that I've that I've known. Yeah. And I think it's just a good point of open discussion because I would love to have a conversation with an atheist. I mean, why? It, because yeah, I mean, just tell me why. Yeah, but I mean, if you sit and you go out and have dinner, let's let's go back. Sure. So, like when I went on that cruise, they yep. will set you at a table with a bunch of strangers. Okay. Yep. And the first thing you say, "Oh, where are you from?" Yep. Oh, we're from right away. Here. Yep. And anyway, but if I would tell a story about my dog doing something naughty. Mm-hmm. Somebody else has got another story, mm-hmm. and somebody else has got a story, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing with paranormal. Mm-hmm. 
just about everybody I know has got something that has happened to them that they can't explain. Yes, definitely. And and so those type of discussions I love because you don't know what people are. I mean, people that I've known for years then tell you a story, but they can't tell you the story without welling up with tears in their eyes. Yep. You know, like um, my dog Gus, I mean, I was sobbing. Yeah. Sobbing when I woke up. And uh, it was just so incredible um, having this vivid um, picture with my dog. Yeah. You know. And, that, and that's why as soon as that happened, like when I had that dream, mm-hmm. that when I woke up, I uh, very fuck, fucking 125 in the morning. I didn't give a shit. I hopped out of bed to find my cats. Right. I mean, just very upsetting. I mean, my house, you know, my house isn't that big. Right. But. Where are the cats? Where are the cats? Right. I could easily find them within 30 minutes and make sure they're both okay. Now, I mean, earlier, as long as we're talking about animals and paranormals. Yeah. Um. We were talking about about some of our local homes, and when I say re- homes, I mean retirement homes. Yep, and stuff. And there's oh there's, god, there's several homes here. Uh, one that my my wife used to work at, and one that you told me about, which I thought was the same one until we 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 said you told me what the name of the one was. Yep, yep. So on and so forth. Two different ones. But go ahead and tell the story about 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 the cat in the home. The cat in the home. The cat in the home. I'm confused at this one. Oh it's, no, my mine was mine used to be like a whole childhood thing. My mom used to bring she used she works at one of the nursing homes, and she used to bring us in to the nursing home, and I thought it would be just creepy. So here I am watching like ghost adventures in a, in a nursing home at oh, night. That's okay. what I used to do. So maybe I that's what I was talking about. Maybe I didn't have this conversation with you. I doubt it. So where my ex wife used to work. Yep. Um, they had a cat that kind of was live there mm-hmm. and the cat would only go lay on the end of the bed when somebody was going to die oh no shit and i just i thought it was you but no obviously it was somebody else that i talked to you about just recently the same thing and it was and i said well my wife used to work here yep and they went nope it's over here oh same thing where the animal at when this, this one was a dog yeah a dog at this place a cat at this place and they were just kind of like the local pet but yeah the, the dog or cat would go lay at somebody's bed and then they'd be dead in 24 hours. Oh, Jesus. I would, I would, I don't know. I, I wouldn't let a dog in my damn room then <laughs> or a cat if I was living there, you know. Yeah, screw it. If it's time to go, it's time to go. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I mean, animals don't have a, 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 a sense, sense about it. A sixth sense or I an mean, eighth sense. Just, you know, a few years ago, uh, we had a terrible, terrible tornado mm-hmm. go through a neighboring town. Yes. And I was 45 miles away and didn't know about it and uh horses we're in a rural area and, and you never see a horse laying down ever and unless unless it's a baby uh full Fun or, or yeah, full, a full full full, a full, full or full. colt colt you'll, see, you'll see the babies laying there in the sun yep but you never see the parents and anyway um as i was driving t- uh to a, uh, a 45 minute drive and i was 45 miles away from where the tornado hit mm-hmm. all the animals all the cows all the horses were all laying on the ground with their chins on the ground getting as low as to the ground as possible right and i'm like god that's weird that's odd yeah and then i get a phone call saying god you see what just happened to that neighboring town yeah and they had f5, f5 go through tornado. Yeah. and went through and took out the uh how, I mean, seven or eight people died but many hurt and many took, hurt a lot of buildings trees yeah and the school was taken out and stuff it's cool so i mean animals know i mean you hear about all these th- things about animals knowing about when a uh earthquake mm-hmm you know all these different things and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, 
animals are much more sensitive than we are. Yeah. So, so I mean, if you think you're kind of crazy because you believe this, look at animals. Yeah. They know what. They true. know. They know shit. Right. <laughs> they know some shit. All right. Let's do this video quick. Why am I getting these nightmares? It's not necessarily a demon attacking you. It could also be, like I said, what you've been watching before bed. Now, you need to know the devil does prey on us at night. We as believers know the devil's always looking for a way in. And if a demon cannot gain access through the day, they're going to try to gain access at night. Psalms 91.5 says to not fear the terrors of the night. So there are terrors that come in the night. There's a spiritual war, friend, going on right now. And it doesn't stop at night. It doesn't go on pause. Just because your natural man is sleeping doesn't mean your spirit man is not still awake. I pray the armor of God on every night before bed because I know that when I go to bed, the battle continues. So you need to realize the battle doesn't just stop because you go to bed, but it rages on even after you go to sleep. That's why you can also pray in the spirit while sleeping. If you've ever woken up at night and you're praying in the Holy Spirit while sleeping, it's because the Holy Spirit is using your body at night to pray through you and your body stays awake. The Bible says that although your body's asleep, your heart is still awake. So this is definitely possible. People don't realize this and oftentimes, one of the reasons why you, you're attacked by demons at night or it's abnormal demonic <laughs> activity at night is because you already had demons. And in the daytime, you might- did you hear him say that? What's that? <laughs> at night. <laughs> at night. At, at night. I, I heard that. It's at night. I'm like, oh boy. He's had a lot of coffee. You. He's very fired up about this. He's very he, uh, wet mouthed too. And but I mean, he's he he's genuine. He's genuine. Very genuine. Yep. Yes. Anyway, continuing. You might think, oh, it's just my thought or it's just my desire, but at night. As you're having these reoccurring sexual dreams or traumatic dreams or nightmares over and over again, it's revealing a demon that's in you that has access to you in your dreams. So you might in the daytime say, that's not, that's just my thoughts, that's not me. But then at night, because you're not conscious or awake, those demons are manifesting through you and they're being revealed in your dreams. Over and over, I've seen people I've done deliverance on that had constant nightmares. After deliverance, they never had another nightmare. Why? because it was the demon giving them nightmares and the demon can no longer access to them at night. Now, demons will leave when you speak the name of Jesus. The problem is we say his name, but we don't live out his name. So we say the name of Jesus and this will give you temporary relief, but it's not permanent if we don't get to know Jesus personally. So the key to breaking these night demons and living free from nightmares is getting a personal relationship. It's like King Saul, constant, temporary deliverance. He'd have a demon tormenting him. David would come and worship, but those tormenting spirits, the Bible says, would keep coming back because he didn't have relationship. He was just using somebody else's relationship to get him temporarily free. So we want complete victory, not temporary victory. Mark's okay. So he's going to go on to a bunch of biblical stuff and whatnot. And that it's just, it, it's just going to be a bunch of like you ha in this, the Bible says this, right. and then it removes a demon from it's, it's all it does. Trust me. I listened to this. So, okay. so I mean, very interesting, you know, talking about, about the, the demons and things that affect you. Yep. Um, I'll tell you a story. I don't know. I know I've never told you the story. More than likely. I So I've got a friend um, who's a, a minister. Yep. And I, I said to him one day, I said, hey, I'm going to be in your town. Um, I went to high school with him. Yep. I said, hey, I'm going to swing by and see your kids. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. He goes, yeah. And I go, what's your wife doing? Oh, she's she's out speaking. I went, oh, Okay. Didn't think anything of it. Yep. Because he's a minister. I thought, well, she maybe. I mean, she ministers a little yeah, bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Spread the word of God or something. Yeah. Here's what I find out. I get back there. 
And, and so I get there and I say, hey, um, so where's she at? Well, she's in San Francisco. Jesus. And I go, what? And he goes, well, yeah. She goes, she's on a national uh, talk and she's got, she's got like 13 cities she's got to do in, in, in about three weeks. So she, she won't mm-hmm. be home. Mm-hmm. Now, I've known them my whole life. Yeah. And I said to him, I said, what is she speaking? He goes, well, he goes, she makes a lot of money out of speaking. And anyway, I found out that she was uh, sexually, um, as a child, uh, what's... Abused? Abused, I'm sorry. That's fine. Sexually abused yeah. as a child. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. None. Mm-hmm. I feel I'm pretty close to these guys. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and I says, man. Do you I, truly know everyone, though? No. That's the thing. You never know. The people you think you know, you're best friends with, you truly don't know them. And that's one thing I've heard and found out. So my buddy gives me her videotape, which she has. Yep. And anyway, um, he goes, yeah, just watch it. He says, but what's more fun? And I says, this is fun. He goes, well, what's more fun? He says, watch the people's faces while she's speaking for the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. So just watch them get mm-hmm. so angry that they're going to kill her. Really? Yeah. And anyway, what has happened, I find out, uh, through her speaking and through talking to him. Yes. Um, abused as a child yep. by an uncle. Okay? Oh. Um, told the parents. Parents didn't believe her. Yep. Um, finally, he does it to another cousin of hers. Yep. And then he goes to jail. Yes. Okay. She's the happiest person you've ever known. I've ever known. Yeah, the whole family happy, happy, happy. Yeah. and and so anyway, she comes out and, and she says, "Have any of you?" This is how she starts it out. She goes, "Hi, I'm so and so from so and so town." Yes, and she says, um, "When I was um, growing up, I was abused just like all of you." Holy shit! Because she knows that all these people. I mean, oh, like, oh, she knows already. She, I mean, they're there. To they're hear there her. to see her because she. Okay, right. All right. She goes. I was abused just as all you were. Yeah. Or somebody that you love was. Yes. She goes. I'm here to tell you. It's time to pull up your big girl pants, your big boy pants, and get on with your goddamn life. Oh shit! It is time for you to forgive and move on. She goes. Last week, she goes. I wrecked my car, but you know what? Today. It's okay, because I've moved on. She goes, why can't we move on from those traumatic events? She goes, you have to. Oh, shit. And she goes, you have to say, I'm not going to let this person or this event, this one thing in my life, affect everything yeah, that I do. Yeah, ruin it. all. Yeah. And she goes, you don't have to forget about it. Yeah. She goes, but you don't dwell on it. Yeah. The and past she, is the past kind right. of a thing. And anyway, she talks for about an hour and 15 minutes. And when yeah. she gets done, she's a standing ovation every single night. Wow. And, and they show the crowd when she's talking about time to pull up your big girl pants and your big boy pants and move on with your life. Yeah. And these people are going to, going to riot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and I felt, you know, there's a message that is so incredibly true. Yeah. I mean, we've all had really, really bad days. Mm-hmm. We've lost parents. We've lost siblings. Think, and Pets, stuff like that. Yeah, stuff happened, and yes. but, and yet we go, we go on. Yeah, and yeah, it's in the back of your mind, but it doesn't control your life. You, you can't change it, right? Yeah, and so I mean, I, I just invite anybody that's had these problems in their life is is to get out with your life. Please move on. And yeah, be, and be happy. Yeah, 
And I'll, I'll tell you this from the bottom of my heart. When I got divorced from my first wife, it seemed like she was only happy if I was miserable. You know what I mean? Yeah, that hurts. And, and anyway, um, when I got remarried, I'm not kidding you, I'm the happiest guy I know. Mm-hmm. And I felt guilty for about three years for being happy. Really? Until I had a conversation with um, my two kids. Yep. And, and And they're like, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. You know, yeah, and uh, so yeah, you know, um, people have to pry, uh, use a crowbar to pry the smile off my face. Yeah, because I, I really, I don't really get uptight or wound up in anything anymore. Yeah, because you can get wound up with the news, with the coronavirus, with the Russian thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? There's only so many things you control. I took a Dale Carnegie course. Uh, and Dale Carnegie course, for those of you who don't know, it's, it's kind of a, a help course that has been around for probably 60, ever. 60 70 years. Ever upon ever. And, and, and here's what they say. You can only control what's in about a 10-foot radius of where you're standing. You can't control Russia. No. You can't control your uncle that's drinking and, be, and beating your, you know. Your aunt or Your something. aunt or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, you can only control. And, and once you take. Or your other uncle. Right. Your uncle's beating your uncle. Yeah. You can only take responsibility for what you can control. Yeah. And and then once you have that in your life that I, I can control this um, and just be happy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a million there's a million things that you could do. Uh, but being happy is the easiest. Yeah. So, so anyway, so the spiritual side of sleep paralysis demons. OK, they it, the video and whatnot depicted that. When you're awake and or when you're sleeping, the demons that you're fighting on a constant basis are always trying to get in to make these things happen. Okay. So you're you're fighting a demon during the day and you're also fighting a demon at night and, and the demon is doing whatever it is. And the, and the only way for you to help stop it is to say the name of Jesus because the power of Jesus, Jesus' name ex- is, expels all. And that's what it says in the Bible. But you have to continue with that faith is what the is what he was trying to get at. Right. Is you may say it, it'll it'll he'll expel what's in you, but then that may come back. Right. You, so you have to live it. Yeah, you I mean it's like somebody throws you if you're drowning and they throw you a life preserver. Yeah. I mean, if, if you continually drown and drown and drown without learning how to swim, yeah, you're just gonna, you're not gonna get your life. That person may not be there. Right. Yeah. So anyway. And I'm not saying Jesus is going to leave him, but anyway. <laughs> um, so with the spiritual side, it's all about the about the devil sending demons to get into you, to corrupt you and stuff like right. that. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn this to a scientifical side. Scientifical? Scientifical. So this one here is uh, What is Sleep Paralysis by Brain Book. And this is a nine-minute video. We may watch all this one because this one has a lot all the way up to the end. Maybe, maybe not. We'll skip through. Anyway, so here's this one. I recently covered the neuroanatomy of dreams and sleep physiology, but some of you have been commenting in the YouTube comments saying that you've had sleep paralysis before. Is this folklore or is there science behind it? We're going to hash it out in this video and talk you through what we know about sleep paralysis.
Sleep paralysis has literally been the stuff of nightmares for thousands of years. Stories of this phenomenon can be found all across the world, with supernatural undertones passed on through traditional fairy tales. Canadian Eskimos believed that shamanic spells could paralyze people and induce hallucinations during their sleep. In Japanese culture, kanashibari, kane meaning metal, and shibaru meaning to bind or tie, is associated with a sleep demon that strangles the victim while they sleep. Similar tales originate from Brazil, Spain, and China, describing shapeless creatures, intruders, and ghosts as the perpetrators. More modern interpretations are those of alien abductions, often featuring humanoid beings with large bug eyes, carrying out medical or even sexual experiments on their abductees. This is some scary stuff, but let's take a deeper look into the science and the evidence. So what is sleep paralysis? These are more commonly known as night terrors, and they're a part of a group of sleep disorders called parasomnias. These conditions manifest as behavioral disorders, associated in particular with waking up during sleep. Episodes of sleep paralysis in particular occur just as you're about to doze off or wake up when you expect it the least. If you think this is a rare phenomenon, think again. Nearly one in 10 people in the general population will experience sleep paralysis in their lifetime. Despite this, our definition and understanding of the disorder is poor. But what do we actually know? Sleep paralysis can happen in healthy individuals as a one-off event. But ongoing episodes have been linked with underlying psychiatric, hereditary, and other sleep disorders. It usually doesn't last longer than a few minutes at a time, and it can be linked with the dream-filled portion of sleep, otherwise known as the rapid eye movement or REM phase of sleep. This allows your eyes to continue moving as normal, together with your chest muscles that help you breathe, whilst other voluntary muscle movements like your limbs or your arms and your legs are stopped or inhibited. Okay. So as we talked about earlier with our, our, experiment, our, experiments, our uh, experiences, you were able to open your eyes and be aware of what's going on, but you couldn't move and stuff like that. Right? Yeah, I had somebody on my chest. Right. So, and then for me, I couldn't open my eyes and I couldn't move, but I was aware of what was going around me. Okay. So what this is going to, uh, to tell us is that um, those things are all neurological, not demonic, not demon, anything. It's all neurological. So just so you know. So. When REM-based atonia or paralysis intrudes into wakefulness, it causes the dream world and the real world to collide, producing terrifying illusions, hallucinations, and sensations. People who experience sleep paralysis report three different types of hallucinations. The first is the incubus. This is the feeling of weight or pressure on the chest whilst being choked or suffocated. The second So that's what you felt, the incubus is the feeling of pressure and whatnot while you're in that state. Yeah, it, right? re it reminded me of my brother when we used to wrestle when we were kids. Yeah, sitting just like sitting that. on you just to wait. Right. So that was the incubus. Sensation is that of an intruder in the bedroom. Traditionally, this would be some kind of malevolent presence or spirit, which is personalized and interpreted through visual, 
tactile and kinetic cues. And lastly are vestibulomotor hallucinations. That's the feeling of dissociation, or to you and me, an out-of-body experience. Before we continue, it'll be useful to catch up on the neurobiology that supports REM sleep. Don't forget we've covered some of this in our Anatomy of Dreams video. But anyway, let's go We're into the specifics that. of sleep paralysis. There's an area at the back of the ponds in the brainstem that was first identified by a French neuroscientist called Michel Jouvet, called the sublateral dorsal nucleus. We'll call it the SLD nucleus from now on. But it's literally a nucleus that's at the back, to the side, and just under the ponds. And this pontine circuit plays a critical role in muscle atonia during REM sleep. That's the paralysis part, and is comprised of some really complex neurocircuitry. In particular, increased firing of specific SLD neurons is associated with REM sleep and causes your muscles to become atonic or paralyzed. These neurons give us clues towards understanding what goes wrong in something like sleep paralysis. Currently, research indicates a strong link between REM sleep disorders and the development of neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's and other types of dementia. This suggests that REM sleep disorders may be characterized by the loss of neurological mechanisms that control your REM sleep. Now, it's important to note that just because you're getting sleep paralysis experiences does not mean you're developing Parkinson's disease or some kind of dementia. Lots of things can make these circuits fire wrongly. Some of the risk factors including drinking way too much alcohol and being sleep deprived. And that's why people commonly experience episodes of sleep paralysis after a long haul flight, for example. When so Jimmy, you are not are, a, are not a hefty drinker, at least now that you ex explain, right? You know, here's how I I don't go home and have a beer every night. Right. I, I probably don't have a beer uh, in a month. Right. If we go out for dinner, um, well, you have one drink before and one drink after. Yep. If I go to a rock concert, I'm gonna have ten. <laughs> ten before and ten after. You know, it's it's kind of like and then ten during. I mean, it, it's kind of like. You know, you have certain friends. I've got certain friends yeah. that 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 when you get together with them, all hell breaks. Loose. Yeah, you go crazy. Right. Yeah, and and that's exactly um, where I'm at. I mean, if we go out for, like when we were on that that cruise, that here cruise a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we drink every day, and I haven't had a beer since I got back. Exactly, but yeah. So excess. So it's it's why people have always said having a good sleep schedule uh, is key, because stuff like this can be. Uh, avoided. That's right. what I'm saying. Avoided because if you have a if you have a good like for me, try to go to bed. You know the two the the two different times for the different days. Right. So you go to bed this time, wake up at this time, yada 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 yada. Your body gets used to it, and so on and so forth. But if you're like, wake up at four o'clock in the morning, do a bunch of stuff, go to bed at eight, in, in the afternoon, and then wake up at seven in the morning and then go to bed at 2 a.m., you're, you're all sorts of fucked up. Right. So right. I, I absolutely agree. I yeah. Mean, without a, a good sleep schedule, it can really mess you up. Yeah. Yeah. So that so a good way to avoid any of this, too, that may avoid sleep paralysis demons, right. don't drink excessively often. I, I'm not even going to say don't, don't drink excessively because even I do that, but don't do it often. Right. If you do do it often, well, you're on your own. Uh, and <laughs> no disclaimer. It, yeah, <laughs> we're not responsible. And uh, 
get a good sleep schedule. Try to stay within, I don't know, what, an hour? All right. An hour within, usually when you go to sleep. If you cut it loose one night, hopefully you don't experience this, but hey, well, who am I? Yeah, as we're watching this video, it's showing an, a, like a long, uh, a bunch of people sleeping on an airplane. It must be like on a long international flight or something. Except for that person who's not, who's awake. You can see you're looking right at the camera. That is the devil. She is looking right at the camera. That's the devil right there. <laughs> don't break the fourth wall, damn it. All right, here we go. When they're in a new time zone and they're sleep deprived. So there's a neural reason why you might stop being able to move while you're waking. But why do people experience the hallucinations that go with it, specifically that incubus or the out of body sensation? The incubus sitting on the person's chest or the malevolent spirit in the corner of the room that's just watching you is thought to be attributed to a disturbance in the parietal cortex, an area of the brain responsible for interpreting sensations and perceptions and integrating what you're seeing, hearing, feeling and touching with your visual system and plugging that all together. This normally allows you to construct spatially coordinated images that project and integrate with your natural environment. Now your muscles are a really integral part of this mechanism and they give your brain some input about what's going on in and around the world around you. But in this case, your muscles are paralyzed but you're waking up or dozing off. Without this important sensory integration, centers including the right superior parietal lobule and the temporoparietal junction become muddled and they default to your genetically hardwired body map in case you've never heard of it, this is something we call the somatosensory homunculus. It's organized by neural pathways that communicate between our sensory organs and the brain. It lays across the cortical surface of the parietal lobe and in pictures in textbooks, it often looks like a man draped over the brain. And it assigns small sections of the sensory cortex to equivalent areas of your body. This is how the brain processes sensation and may explain why people with sleep paralysis misattribute human-like shadow illusions to real ghosts and supernatural beings that really feel like they're standing right there. That's all well and good, but what about the vestibular motor or out-of-body experiences? That's slightly trickier to understand and is completely theoretical. To try and figure this out, we need to talk about serotonin and LSD. Your favorite subject. LSD. And also oh, serotonin, but okay. And aliens. <laughs> and and aliens. And a butt probe. Alrighty then. Anyway. In mood. Looking at well-established research and findings, serotonin has a really integral role in visual processing. And that's all linked to a receptor in the brain called 5-HT2A. And that's an important piece of this puzzle. As with a lot of our understanding about the brain, we need to look at when the brain goes wrong or when it's diseased. Both schizophrenia and Parkinson's patients show increased densities of these serotonin receptors in the visual cortex and also report experiencing really odd visual hallucinations or delirious episodes. To add to that, meditation and drug-induced altered states of consciousness are known to cause mystical and intense hallucinations, very similar to what people experience in sleep paralysis. We know that the dissociative feelings or the out-of-body experiences caused by LSD through the 5-HT2A receptor activations may lead to users of LSD attributing increased meaning and personal involvement with otherwise meaningless things like shapes or sounds in the air. 
This characterizes something called personal relevance attribution, and that may embody some of the aspects of personal narrative and the out-of-body experience described in sleep paralysis. Overall, this is a hugely interesting and complicated area of research that's, again, only really at its infant stage of exploration, even more so than the anatomy of dreams. I know. All right, that's it. We're with that one. Anyway, I think there's a lot of LSD back in the '60s that could explain a lot of these things. <laughs> so now, Jimmy at Woodstock. <laughs> so, are you thinking what I'm thinking at this point? We should go get a beer. Oh, no. Well, maybe. 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 After this. Anyway, uh, what about sleepwalking? We haven't even touched that yet. Exactly. So they, these people here are talking about, you know, when you're, when you're sleeping, your, your brain switches off your motor functions, so that way you don't toss and turn and flop and hit your spouse in the face while you're sleeping, or at least don't t try to. Well... The research that I've done so far, I mean, I, I guess I haven't gone too far deep into sleepwalking because I'm not really getting anywhere. It just it it just shows that your brain just didn't switch off all the motor functions and you can get up and walk. You know, they, they, they're still sleeping. They tend to go back to bed on their own. They don't remember anything, all that stuff. I mean, I, I've read where the people are getting in their cars and they're going, I, I know. running errands and, and, and stuff and, and, and pulled over by the police. Yeah. And then, you know, sleepwalkers may run you know, into familiars or sometimes uh, happen when a person is sick in a fever or not getting enough sleep or is stressed. So you, when your brain is overly exhausted and expended is when you tend to uh, sleepwalk. Right. But that's not to say that you still can't be having these feelings and whatnot of having, you know, paralysis because maybe you, I don't know. I, I've never slept walked. Slept walked? Never walked Past in your tense? sleep? <laughs> Past I tense? Know. I don't really know. I've never done that. I've never sleepwalked before. So I I, I, I don't know. Have you? Has your I, wife? Has I, your ex-wife? No. No? no I've never had, anybody, okay. never had anybody sleepwalk. Hmm. Um, I know that um, I went to a camp one time when I was uh, in the Luther League. Yep. And they found somebody out in the middle of the lake in a rowboat <laughs> who was supposedly sleepwalking. I mean, first, it, first the story was that everybody, that like somebody put him in there and pushed him out. But then after talking, the parents, oh, no, he sleepwalks. And in so, a fucking rowboat? Yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose, you know. <laughs> what? You think about when you are in. In camp, I mean, you are so overstimulated with activities and whatnot. Yeah, and you're stuff. stressed out. You and so I suppose, many things to do. I suppose he was still busy doing stuff. Probably, and you just it's, well, like like that definition said, it was familiar. Right. It was a fami uh, familiar. I can't say that word. Familiarity. Anyway, it was familiar to him. I can spell it, but I can't say it. Uh, I mean, Familiar familiarity. It's something like that. So God. he could he could he. We could, are sober. <laughs> well, yeah, we just got off work. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, he was familiar to him. He just knew, get in the rowboat, fucking take off. Yeah. You now, know? have have you ever done something stupid? Like, yes. I mean, when you're, you, go, you go to bed, we, we live up here in the Northland, uh, you know, you get a cold and you take some NyQuil. Yes. Or you or you take some cold medicine. And then, yep. and then you just like, you wake up and then you go out into the kitchen and you go, why is why am a half-eaten sandwich here? Oh. You know where, I mean, you've been so out of it. I, you know from, what? From, from medicine. I, I haven't, I guess as far as medicine's concerned, I haven't 
had that feeling as far as I know. Yep. But there's like many times at work where I'm, you know, I'm a garbage man. Okay, we've been there many a times that I'll get back in my my garbage truck and I'll take off and then I'll think to myself, did I dump that can? Yeah. How many times have you driven home from a long distance and go, I don't even remember going through this yeah. town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All the time. But that's but that's that's not even, uh, that's not even uh, from medicines or anything. That's just your my short term memory just going. Right. You know what? Fuck that place. But yeah, so I mean, when you're tired and your brain's not you know firing in all cylinders, let's yeah. say. Yep. I mean, many many things can happen. Yeah, yeah. I so anyway, so that's that is that. Now the part that surprised me. Okay, I I have come to you today as far as telling you that i'm a spiritual person you know something that i didn't know okay so they were starting to talk about in a different video that i was watching that just doesn't need to be in this video uh or in this whatever uh is that the the very like as far back as people were concerned with sleep paralysis demons and whatnot it's been depicted as a hag okay it's been a hag in a black clothes, but she's been a hag who has been nothing but, you know, I'm going to create destruction and whatnot. Now, this hag that I have never, ever, ever in my life heard about, ever, all, all of my years, I am today years old when I found this out. Jimmy, do me a favor and read this, will you? Now, this is the spiritual side of me. So, by all means, read this. So, this this is Lil- Lilith? Yep. This article is about the Jewish religious figure Lilith. Lilith is a female figure in Mesopotamia and Judaic mythology. Alternatively, the first wife of a- the first wife of Adam? Yes. So, this is what I never ever knew is that apparently Eve is Adam's second wife. So, the, we can get to this later. Well, actually, get to the next portion. Okay. It says it. So, alternately, it says the wife of Adam and supposedly the primordial she-demon. Lilith is cited as having been banished from the Garden of Eden for not complying and obeying Adam. She is mentioned in biblical Hebrew in the book of Isaiah and in late antiquity in Mandian mythology and Jewish mythology. Sources from 500 CE onward. Anyway, so stop there. So it's said that Lilith was created first before Eve was created, you know, with Adam and what, or something like that. We created with Adam and stuff like that, that she wasn't, you know, I guess I don't know how to say this. Like what it said, this is Wikipedia we're going off of now. Not obeying Adam and whatnot. I mean, we're not talking about like obey my commands as far as do this and do that. You know, sexual things and whatnot. Because that's what no, this was just... about. This is probably like please do spiritual things to help out whatever this is. It's hard to say. Yeah, I, I really I don't want to touch too far into this. You know, and, and but the problem too with all this stuff is 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 I love the Bible. Yep. And but you can t- you can take any verse you want and make it. Whatever, anything you want. Anything you want. And that's, yeah. what, that's what bothers me when this, I see This is why I there. don't want to touch this right. too far. So it said she got banished from the Garden of Eden. Right. 
And then Eve was created by the same dust that Adam was created from. Right. Okay. So all that aside, we're going to talk about Lilith. Okay. Now, Lilith is said to have become this hag who is out to, who, who set out to harm newborn infants and men because of her stuff with Adam. Okay. It, it, it's said that her boobs are filled with poison in order to poison kids, newborn infants. Okay. And stuff like that. So she's out to just destroy mankind. Life. Right. So that said that this hag that was first found out was Lilith. Now, like I told you, being a religious person enough that I I never knew this. I never I never knew this ever. So how did you find I mean how did you come just up with Just a this? straight up video I just watched no more than thirty seconds as you're walking down those stairs. Wow. So you can guys can go out and do whatever. It's just straight up all you have to do is go into any search engine and type in Lilith and a definition or biblical something like that and that's what you'll get that explains a lot did you ever used to watch cheers no cheer you know cheers was where dr uh fraser crane came from oh yeah okay and anyway his really nasty wife her name was lilith <laughs> i'm just now <laughs> no no all right it's all hey, making sense to me now hey you got me so yeah so that is a good portion of what i have kind of found out as far as all this is concerned because i i just Never. This was a reading. Stop it! I just never knew a lot of this stuff. You know, every time we do one of these podcasts, I get done and I just have more questions, and that's fine. Which, if you guys have questions, by all means, hit us up, and I will do whatever I can to find information and/or give you. If you have anything about you want to know why I believe in ghosts, or you want to know what I believe as far as stuff is concerned, I'm not afraid to tell you. By all means, hit me up on the Discord. I will. You can even private message me, and I will tell you. You know what? Jimmy's I, not on there, so don't, you can't ask him. What I want to know, what, what I, I want people, have you had the sleep paralysis? We've talked about ours. We've talked about ours. We've had ours. Talk about yours. Let us know what's happened to you. And is it we, similar to ours? Well, we, uh, we as a as a podcast, we're gonna tweet out and ask if people have had sleep paralysis. I mean, I saw stuff on a Facebook. But I want to hear from you guys who are actually listening and people who may just want to respond. Have you had any sleep paralysis? Yeah. I mean, are, are, are we all going to kind of be, is it kind of all the same thing? Yeah. Because, I mean, if, if we're all suffering from the same thing, yeah, it's got to be a thing, right? Let's see. It, well, it could be neurological. It could be spiritual. The, the video that we kind of cut off early, it talked about, a good majority of American uh, Americans, Jesus Christ, a good or more uh, majority of humans, right, can have a simple one-off, right. Like me, I only had it once, haven't had it since, right. And that was four, five years ago. Anyway, you've had it once, twice, something like that. I've had it twice. Okay, so that there, so it could be a one-off, two-off thing, or it could be just straight up. You're so right. stressed, you're so this, or you have an attack from a demon that it's just constant, constant, constant. Now. I mean, as long as we're talking a little bit, have yeah. you, we, we, the number 666. Yeah. The mark of the beast. Yep. Here's what will happen to me, and it happens to me. Telling you right now, if we make it to 666 episodes of this podcast, I'm skipping that number. That's right. This has happened to us several times. When, when 666 comes into our life, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you how it does, I mean, I'll, I won't look at my account balance in my 
in my checkbook for you know, and I'll go, oh, I got three hundred sixty-six dollars and sixty-six cents. Yeah. Or you know, my your total at the grocery store is six dollars and six six cents. I'm right. like, here, here's a candy bar. Toss it on there too. We do that too. Yep. My my wife got a new debit card yep. ending in six six six. Oh God. And she, I'm not. And here's how it went. She opened it up. She goes, "Hey, my new debit card." She goes, nope. I go, "What do you mean?" Nope. <laughs> nope. She goes, "Look at the last three numbers, six to six. And <laughs> Hell she, no. And she went up to our local bank and said, "I need a new debit card." And they go, "Why?" And she goes, "Look at the last three numbers." And the gal goes, "I totally get it." Didn't I mean just bam? Yep. New, and got a new debit card. Mm-hmm. Um, at the gas station, uh, I fill up my. I have a. I drive bread truck. Yep. And holds a lot of fuel. And I'll all of a sudden I'll have sixty six dollars and sixty six cents. And this is when fuel was cheap. Yeah, way back in the day. You know, and and all have four sixes or whatever. Yep. You know? Yep. And and so I mean, and I always tend same thing. The other day, um, we had that amount in our checkbook. Yep. And my wife, she goes, I transferred fifty bucks. Just there you go. Just just because I'm, I'm done with this. All right. Well, the last thing I want to get to uh, before we end this episode, uh, one day when I was going to the state fair. With my family, I decided to watch Netflix on the way down. Because why? I'm a grown-ass adult and I can. <laughs> and I wasn't driving, so what does it care? Yeah. I came across this movie way back in the day. It's called Mara. It's about sleep paralysis demons. Obviously, it's not like a documentary. But I want to play the... This, oh, is, a Holly, wanna, this is a Hollywood yeah, movie. Uh, yeah, so I want to play the Actual trailer movie for you. Actual movie you can watch. Okay. Yep. Let me play this for you. This is the preview. Yes. Two minutes long. That's scary. It's kind of just her doing a bunch of normal American things, you know, or human things. Waking up, taking a bath, shit like that. Now she's taking a bath currently. Something just happened. She's stuck. There's a figure behind the shower curtain. And now she's normal. Like a hag, it looked like. Yep. Almost Lilith. everyone in their lifetime will experience sleep paralysis. I was pressed down into the mattress. The body's getting pressed down, yep. And then I saw it as real as you're sitting there. What did you see? Kid going to a parent's door. Who hurt daddy? Mara. If these are hallucinations, Kate, then how come we all see her? Mara is real, and she's killed before. She marks you first, and then she kills you. Well, I'm not going to sleep tonight very well. <laughs> so, I, you know what? Okay. Before I get to this point. Did you watch it then? Hold on. 
before I get to this point, spoiler alert, it's been out since 2017. You got about five seconds. Three, two, one. Okay. So, yes, I watched this all the way down at that time, which, anyway, I watched this, and the whole movie dictates that this being, something traumatic happens. I don't quite remember. It's been a while since I watched this, but something happens, and then you fall asleep. Okay, well, then she marks you. Mara yep. does. And the way it looked like they marked her is that there's a blood, blood spot, spot on her eye. Yep. On her eye. Yep. So she marks you. You go to sleep again. She attacks you. Go to sleep again. She kills you. So you get three, two nights, three-ish, two and a half, before she kills you. Now, there's a, there's you saw that guy like, she, we all see her, stuff like that. He is a main character that hasn't fully slept because he found out that you could sleep for about 15 minutes before you have to wake up or you are fucked. <laughs> right. So that's how it is. And there, there's, there's death, there's suicides, there's stuff like that. And so I would implore you to watch it, Jimmy. If you want to watch it together, I'll watch it with you. Can but we, can we, can we share a blanket? You're damn right. We can. Yeah. Anyway, so I would implore all of you guys. Oh, yeah, people that are spoiler, you can come back and wave my arms. You can come back in. Anyway, so uh, I'd implore you all to watch the movie. It's, I, it was good for what it is way back in the day, 2017. It's been a way while. Way back in the day. Yeah. Way, way back in the day. Other than that, uh, please hit us up on the Discord. We get new people in almost not every day, but a, a good portion of the time. We just got someone new hopped in today. Cool. Um. Hit us up there. Follow us on Twitter. Maybe we'll start a Facebook page. I don't really know yet. We're we're I I we decided to do Twitter and we're seeing how this works out. Yeah, we're lazy. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, uh, anything else you want to say about this topic, Jimmy? No, I I think you did a pretty good job. You know, you, you came at it from three different directions. Yes, sp- spiritually, uh, medically. And then through Hollywood. Yeah. And, you have uh, to go through Hollywood. Otherwise and it's not true. I, I think we can all agree that this has happened to both of us. Yes. Uh, I want to hear if it's happened to other people. Yes. Hit us up on those Twitter and or, find, find the tweet. Follow us first. Fuckers. Follow us first. Wow. And uh, I, I have to say more F-bombs so people will like well, That's me. right. Nobody And I'm going to stop editing them out so that way you know, I don't have so, to do as, as much work. Yeah. We don't claim to be... Uh, family friendly no we just did other kindness of our hearts yeah which i'm getting sick and tired of doing that if i have to edit this bs <laughs> anyway so yeah find us on discord find us uh, all of it's in a link below by all means hit us up and do tell us your stories if you believe if you don't believe tell us why you don't believe i want to know all of this yeah and we'll bring it up on another podcast right and, and if if we can share it, please let us know we can share it. We're not going to share it. If you just share it with us and don't say, don't right. share it with the audience, we're not going to. Yeah, it, it's confidential. Unfortunately for Peter, we kind of didn't give him that option. But yeah, we know <laughs> Anyway, Peter. Peter loves us anyway. We love we Peter. We know Peter. Yeah. So anyway, thank you all for very... Well, <laughs> thank you all very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. That's the bottom line, cause Stone Cold said so.